This is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of Max List. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps you find a fulfilling career. Every Wednesday, I talk to a different expert about the tools you need to get the work you want. Find Your Dream Job is brought to you by Top Resume. Top Resume has helped more than 400,000 professionals land more interviews and get hired faster. Get a free review of your resume today. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Many introverts struggle with networking, but today's guest says extroversion isn't the only way to be successful. In fact, he believes introversion can give you an edge in a job search. Brad Mitten is here to talk about how introverts can take the work out of networking. He's a career coach, certified resume writer, and the founder of Mint to Be Career. Brad is also the co-host of the Your Career GPS podcast, a terrific show. He joins us from Allen Park, Michigan. Let's get started, Brad. Why is networking a struggle for many introverts? So I think many introverts feel that networking is work. And um, I think a lot of it comes from the name, from the simple fact that um, they associate networking with big events, lots of people, lots of activity, external stimuli, which by consequence is really energy draining. Um, Introversion by definition is really getting your energy source from internal. And so A lot of times it is this sort of misconception that they need to be something that they're not. They need to force themselves to be outgoing and socialize with lots of different people and lots of different interactions and um, and really just take that process um, in, you know, in a way that feels very, very um, against the grain of who they are. Why do you think that notion is so popular, the idea that networking means going to large events and and being around lots of people? Because I I know we're going to talk about this. There are a lot of different forms of networking, but why is this one uh, view of it so popular? I think a lot of it has to do with really the messages that we get so early on in you know our childhood our adolescence and myself. You know, I work in uh, career services and higher education and. You know, generally when we're hosting career events, when we're hosting networking types of activities where we are engaging with a lot of different individuals, those are generally large group events. You know, we're hosting employers, um, sometimes 50, 60, 70 employers at a time for these types of events. Um, The, you know, networking events that generally are, are catered to people who are looking for employment. It's along the same lines. They are, um, you know, hosted in these big um, convention halls, hotels where, you know, you're collecting a large diversity of uh, people around a common purpose. And so, you know, that sort of message in and of itself seems to give people the impression that um, that's sort of the exclusive way, because this is kind of what we're, we're taught to, to gear ourselves towards. Do you find that career centers like the one you work at or or just in the field in general or beginning to teach that there are other forms of networking out there besides the large public events? Absolutely. One of the things that we do very, very consistently in our position is we will work, you know, both individually and through group workshops and things like that and really, really break down for students various ways to go about networking that are not 
you know, simply attending those large events, you know, so we really try to, you know, discredit that perception and really try to get them focused on, you know, catering their networking around their own individual unique styles. I want to talk about the kind of networking that introverts uh, excel at. But first, I also want to ask you, Brad, can you do a job search without networking? Some people hope that they can. What's been your experience, both as a career coach and as someone who works at a career services center? So I think that's an excellent question. And for me, I'm going to kind of lean more towards the side of saying that it, it would be quite difficult. And I think the research consistently shows that networking is the fastest way to your next job. Uh, we know the statistics uh, point to 70, 80, sometimes, depending on the source, even up to 85 uh, percent of jobs are uh, found via personal referral. Um, and, and it's through those connections, through those relationships that you build. So we know this has a, a tremendous impact. And it's because you have the opportunity to um, go deeper and provide more depth in your relationship building with somebody than, you know, um, than what you could do by simply submitting a resume or applying online. Um, those types of activities, you know, are, I guess, what a lot of people are conditioned to believe are the only way that you can go about networking. But unfortunately, they don't yield a lot of positive results because they're very black and white. They don't give an opportunity for individuals to really speak to their personalities, speak to what makes them authentically valuable, um, really showcase their unique impact that you, they could make for an organization. You know, and one of the things that I always say is, you know, a resume is a, a fantastic tool and it's it's absolutely a must. You, you, you know, need to have that at your disposal. However, it's only going to tell them so much. And, you know, employers oftentimes are, are really attracted to candidates with personality and who have a story and who have passion and enthusiasm and energy. And those kind of things are very, very difficult to be able to communicate um, you know, the, the same way that you could do through networking uh, simply on a resume. Well, let's talk about how introverts can communicate that passion and share their own story. And one of the things that struck me when we talked about this episode is you believe introversion is a networking superpower, but the key is you got to know how to use it. Tell us more about that, Brad. What do you mean there? So I think one of the things that's really, really important to sort of understand in the context of of why I look at it as a superpower is really kind of understanding what it means to be an introvert. And introversion is really about energy source. A lot of times people get the misconception that it means social competence or, and in fact, even if you Google introversion, the term that shows up is the, the quality of being shy. And that's absolutely the definition that we don't want to give to people because um, you can have introverts who are shy and introverts who are not shy. And so we want to kind of get away from from thinking about that because shyness is fear based and introversion is really energy based. It's how you how you get your energy, how you direct your energy and, and the types of activities that can be energy draining for you. So, for example, introverts generally and I'm going to use generally because um Introversion, extroversion is a spectrum and people can find themselves anywhere on that spectrum. So I, I like to use the word generally because I know that there's always exceptions to the rule. <laughs> but when talking about 
introversion as an energy source, and that's the definition that we're using here, introverts oftentimes are very energized by in-depth conversations. They tend to be very strategic about their communication. So on the outside, that might look like they're a little bit more cautious, they're more reserved, or they're, they keep to themselves. But it's really because they're listening, they're processing, they're taking in information and really formulating their own conclusions. So they tend to be very thoughtful in that. And so this can really, really serve them quite well in networking types of activities because they're allowing the other person to really impart information, impart wisdom, be able to soak that information up, digest it, and and by consequence, really make them feel valuable, make them feel heard and understood. And also because they are really energized from depth conversations, an introvert is going to be much more inclined to go in depth in those conversations, ask the deeper questions about significance and meaning and purpose and things like you know, company culture and really understanding uh, the types of challenges that, that a company is working on, the initiatives that they're they're currently invested, you know, invested in, and those types of things, which you know, to you know, a recruiter or a potential um, you know employer, those are going to be those types of discussions that are going to be quite memorable that can actually make you know quite an impact. So, how can you, as a job seeker who happens to be an introvert, apply that strength in a search. What kind of tactical steps can you take to to leverage that strength and have those in-depth conversations in a way that's going to help you get a job sooner and faster? I think that's an excellent question. And I think one of the ways that is really, really important is to really focus on what you do best as an introvert. Introverts, again, they thrive in the one-on-one. They're going to thrive in those situations where they can sit back and digest and absorb information. And too much external stimuli is really going to stress them out and it's going to frustrate them. So go to what you know. Go to what you do best. And so a great opportunity would be reaching out to um, a potential um, employer, an employee at a company, a recruiter who works at a company that you have an interest in and seeing if you can, um, you know, schedule a one-on-one conversation with them. See if you can do an informational interview to pluck their brain and really come in with a plan of attack on what you want to walk away from that meeting with. This is terrific, Brad. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Brad Minton will continue to share his advice on how introverts can take the work out of networking. Whether you're networking or job searching, you need a resume that tells your career story. Before you send out your resume again, get it checked out by an expert. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. The writers at Top Resume will tell you how to make your resume better for free. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Don't want to fix your resume yourself? You can hire Top Resume to do it for you. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Now, let's get back to the show. We're back in the Maxlist studio. I'm talking with Brad Minton. He's a career coach, certified resume writer, and the founder of Mint to be Career. 
He's also the co-host of the Your Career GPS podcast. And Brad joins us from Allen Park, Michigan. Now, Brad, before the break, we were talking about how introverts can take the work out of networking. And I love the point that you made about playing to your strengths and uh, how with introversion, uh, you can excel at one-on-one conversations. I also want to ask you, Brad, uh, given, is it okay for introverts to say no to big events or, or do fewer of them uh, once they realize there are other things they can do besides go to hotel ballrooms and meet hundreds of people? <laughs> Absolutely. And again, I think it's really on individual preference. And uh, no, no two introverts are built the exact same. Um, for example, um, myself, I, you know, I've had, uh, very little difficulty, uh, attending conferences and big events like that. Um, I don't find them nearly as energy draining as other introverts that I know, but I think that if you do attend or choose to attend, um, those types of events, which, uh, by nature and by definition are more extroverted activities, um, because they're forcing you externally you know, uh, to exert your energy, then I think it's really great to have a tactic and have a a strategy. And so one of the things that I do, you know, heavily encourage, uh, those who are is to really go in with a plan of attack, go in with a strategy, no, you know, um, walk away with some tangible outcomes of what you want to achieve from that event. You know, what kind of knowledge do you want to, um, gain? Who do you want to connect with? How many, you know, um, if it's an on ground or even online, you know, what kind of LinkedIn connections do you want to make? What kind of, you know, if it's on ground, what kind of business cards do you want to collect and, and so forth and, and really kind of get, um, you know, do that, do that planning ahead of time and really also plan your communications. Um, what kind of questions, uh, do you really want to know? Um, how can you gain the insights and the information about, um, your, um, potential opportunities that you're seeking out through those events. But, um, to, to come back to the question, absolutely. You can, um, you can really try to focus a little bit more on those one-on-one conversations and leverage a, a, a fantastic tool like LinkedIn, um, to be able to, uh, reach out and try to build more of those, um, one-to-one relationships. Speaking of large events, if you do go, what are reasonable goals? Because I, for uh, when you go to an event, uh, because I often meet job seekers who might attend a, a, a networking event at a conference and they think, well, that didn't really work. But there's, there, because I think in part they're uncertain about what they should expect to accomplish in going to a mixer. What do you recommend to your clients? Well, I guess keeping on the um, the context of how to apply this if you are a little bit more introverted, and I would, you know, again, I'm speaking as myself here as a self-disclosed introvert, I think it's really important to keep centered on what is the end goal, um, what is your career aspirations, um, what types of positions are you seeking, and really thinking strategically about you know, the types of connections that would help get you there. And so I think it's really um, 
important to do that research ahead of time and really think about, um, you know, if, if you're attending a conference, for example, you know, what is the, the subject of the conference? What types of people does it generally tend to attract? Uh, what types of industries do they work for? And how can you really, really cultivate those relationships? And as an introvert, introverts, again, they thrive in those in-depth conversations. They like to be very, very intentional about their communications. This is why they might per be perceived as being shy, but they're really uh, maybe not. Um, they're just more thoughtful and intentional about how they communicate. So knowing that, you can really get more into those in-depth conversations with individuals and really discover the types of opportunities that are not advertised and really tap into that hidden job market. You can sort of get an assessment on what a, a company or organization or what the employees there are, are currently being challenged with and really be able to uh, take a deep dive into discussing then how you might be able to um, help work on that or how you have in the past. One point I know you've made uh, on your blog about the changes that have happened since the pandemic and the many companies have moved to virtual operations is that it's created a level playing field for introverts. Uh, and actually, can, can you talk more about that, Brad, and, and what you mean by that? Absolutely. And so one of the things here with, you know, the, I guess the output or the outcome, I should say, of the pandemic is that it's shifted now into, you know, vir uh, virtual operations for, you know, many companies and many organizations. And as, as job seekers, I do feel like it's, it's leveled the playing field out a little bit. Um, a lot of times you can attract the, the right kind of attention by the consequence of, of proximity. And what I mean by that is, Extroverts in many instances, and again, I, I speak in generalities here, um, have had opportunities in the past traditionally in those on-ground events uh, through those networking opportunities, through conferences, through meetings, um, to have their voice heard and be able to be seen um, a little bit more so, which, which, you know, in some ways does give them a little bit of a competitive advantage um, just by um, the fact that they are being able to um, exert their their energy in a way that's conducive to how they're they're wired, so they can walk into those events generally with a little bit more uh, or uh, a little bit less preparation, and generally tend to do quite fine. So since we've had to move into this virtual space now, um, you know, uh, it has open up the opportunity because everybody's having to communicate the exact same way now. Um, we are all now communicating via Zoom, uh, through emails, uh, through messages, um, you know, through LinkedIn and, and those types of things. And this actually caters to the introvert style a little bit more so because introverts tend to favor more written communication. And so uh, an example that I would give here is that you know, traditionally, if you were, you know, uh, at an event or sitting at an, uh, a, a, a table, um, you couldn't 
just type a message in, right? But you now have the opportunity, um, you know, through these Zoom meetings, uh, through these networking events, uh, to be able to um, utilize, you know, the chat feature. And it has given introverts a little bit more of a voice at the table, um, whereas before, maybe they would um, maybe be a little bit more apprehensive to do so. And it's not, again, it's not uh, necessarily fear-based. It's just because, um, you know, that's, that's not how their energy, is, uh, their energy output is. So it, I, I do feel like in a lot of ways. And, and then some of the, um, the, the cultivation of new platforms uh, like uh, Clubhouse, for example, also caters a little bit more to that style. So it's um, I, I do feel like it's it's been able to kind of keep um, everything uh, in alignment and, and, and equitable across the board, no matter what your your energy preference. And how are you seeing uh, introverts apply those advantages in a job search? The examples you gave are come from the workplace, but uh, what what are you seeing happen? How are you seeing introverts use those uh, advantages when they're looking for work? So I think one of the things is that it is great to be able to take your your personal style and really leverage it in a way that is going to be beneficial for you. And so what I what I encourage introverts to do and 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 what I've been able to see in, in my work with a lot of students is that they have been able to now say, okay, well, because I know this about myself, because I'm more comfortable, because this is allowing me to be more authentic in my communication, I can really focus more and dial that into the one-on-ones. I can really, um, you know, I can send um, a direct message or an email uh, to an employer, be very thoughtful in my communication and really make sure that I plant a seed of opportunity. As I, as I often kind of say that, you know, networking is really, it's like planting seeds to a crop, you know, and, you know, your communication style it, you know, can really, really, you know, work to your benefit because you have the opportunity to plant the seed and then consistently add value over time. And so, you know, through, you know, these mediums that are now accessible, so I could, I could come to a platform like LinkedIn, I could uh, send a personalized connection request to an individual, and this is often what students will do. And then, you know, I had a, a great example of a student who did this and set up five informational interviews within one week. Uh, it was tr- truly extraordinary. And he's an introvert as well and um, was able to have some very, very deep conversations with individuals he was looking for positions in higher education. He was able to have great, diverse uh, conversations with a range of individuals within higher education and got a lot out of that. And so, um, so, and, and it was through those one-on-one conversations where he was able to, to dive in deeper rather than casting a wide net and just looking for, um, the, those, um, just quantity acquaintances. Well, it's been a terrific conversation, Brad. Now tell us what's next for you. Currently, I operate my business meant to be career. Uh, I provide uh, one-on-one career coaching, uh, resume writing, job search strategy, um, uh, coaching sessions with uh, individuals. And in addition, I also um, 
currently co-host the Your Career GPS podcast. And uh, we produce episodes that uh, come out every Tuesday. So um, looking forward to some some very uh, exciting new content coming up with that. So Terrific. I know listeners can learn more about you and your services by visiting minttobecareer.com. And I know you also welcome uh, people connecting with you on LinkedIn. And I hope if uh, they do that, they'll mention that they heard you on the show. Now, Brad, given all the great advice you've shared today, what's the one thing you want a listener to remember about how introverts can take the work out of networking? I think the major take home here is that being an introvert um, in no way is a limitation. Um, it is all about ownership. It is about being authentically you. And it's about accepting the fact that you do get your energy source from within, but that provides considerable value to um, to your network, to the organization that you're going to be part of. Um, one of the things that that you know when you you don't have to look very far to see examples of uh, introverts doing some really really amazing things uh, in the world. Um, there's so many different examples: Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Richard Branson. These are all self-described introverts and. They're doing incredible work. Um, they're effective leaders. They are, um, you know, really applying, you know, this this depth of concentration and innovation, and really creating the change that uh, uh, needs to happen in the world in, in many instances. And so, um, those are just a few examples. But I think the major take home is that the more you can really embrace and accept your superpowers as an introvert, the more authentic that you're going to be, the confidence that's going to exude from you in your interactions with employers, and that's going to be memorable. They're going to, they're going to be able to take more away from those interactions with you as a result. Make sure you never miss an episode of Find Your Dream Job. Subscribe to our free podcast newsletter. You'll get information about our guests and transcripts of every show. Go to maxlist.org slash show notes. Again, that's maxlist.org slash show notes. Next week, our guest will be Lav Chintapali. She's the CEO of Pathway Power. It's a leadership coaching and consulting firm in Austin, Texas. Many people only network during a job search. That's a mistake, says Lav, because good networking is about building relationships, and that takes time and daily effort. Join us next Wednesday when Lav Chintapali and I talk about why you should make networking part of your daily routine and how to do it. Until next time, thanks for letting us help you find your dream job. <music>